Welcome back to the Nurmer Nurmer podcast. This is episode number 38. We're almost done with season two and we are finishing out the season by doing a Dan Schneider series. So Schneider's Bakery is the, they made a lot of the Nick shows that we all watched as kids. So we're kind of going through those. This episode's all about Victorious. A couple things before we get started. In the show notes, you're going to find the Thank You Next video by Ariana Grande because it's relevant to the episode. You'll find a link to the newest Victoria Justice song from last year. Uh, We also, in the episode, go over Is Ventriloquy Taboo? We also talk about whether or not kids watch Spongebob, which I did a poll in the time since we recorded, and they do. If you want to see polls and quizzes and stuff, they're all posted on the Nurma Nurma Instagram. It's just at Nurma Nurma. If you think that you're too cool to follow the Nurma Nurma Instagram page, that's fine. Maybe you are, but you should know that Mysterious Circumstances, one of my favorite podcasts ever, followed the Nurma Nurma page this week. So be like Mysterious Circumstances, follow the Nurma Nurma Instagram. You can find every link that you need to listen to the show or to follow on the Nurma Nurma link tree, and I'll also pop that in the show notes for you. This episode is really fun. If it seems like you're not going to care because you don't know about Victorious, maybe you've heard of Ariana Grande, and that's the show that she originated on. If you like the episode or if you like the podcast in general, please, please, please leave a five-star review. We would really appreciate that. And yeah, enjoy the episode. We have gathered here today to speak about one of Dan Snyder's TV shows called Victorious. He is the man who's responsible for many tween Nick shows, including Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, Victorious, Zoe 101, iCarly, etc. They're all kind of the same show, it turns out. They really are. Can you imagine that being your claim to fame? Uh, truly, I cannot. <laughs> How much? Okay, so all of those like well-known shows that he produced, you would expect him to be like ultra-rich, Okay, not like Bezos rich, but uh, because this is just what I do with everybody who's famous. I look up their net worth. He only has 40 million. Wow, only. Did you see Bezos of Amazon CEO today? (gasps) What? What? Did anyone else get that tweet notification? No, not really. No. Are you just fucking with us? I don't think so. Why would Bezos step down from Amazon? I think because people hate him. Because he's getting death threats every day. I was going to say, because they're going to guillotine him any minute. Amazon Web Services CEO Andy Jassy will. Who is Andy Jassy? Why does he just look like a Jeff Bezos clone? Uh, sorry. So $40 million. $40 million on uh on Danny Schneischnei. Please never say that again. Just to clear the air, as we've been trying to do ever since the Aaron Carter episode, Dan Schneider's, like, slightly canceled for being kind of a creep, which to me is no surprise given the shows he was making as I a was, grown-ass adult man. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't want to ruin something if it was just innocent, but that was my first thought. Yeah, he's got some allegations. Eventually, Disney, or not Disney, Nick was like, Nick paid him, like, $7 million to leave or something. Something like that. That's quite the severance package. <laughs> yeah. Then he was like, all right, God. cool. And now he like doesn't do anything because I- all he liked was kids shows. Did anyone see the show What I Like About You? No. What is the deal? It was with Amanda Bynes. It was more of a young adult show, I guess. It was like on ABC or something like that. Like everybody's an adult and it's more like romantic sitcom type of thing. I loved that show. And it was like Amanda Bynes and her sister lived together. 
and basically just live their lives. That was a great show. Hmm. He did adult okay, as far as I remember. It was 2002 to 2006. It was on Teen Nick and the WB. Was it really? Also, a lot of his uh, kid shows are pretty... The jokes that he tries to get away with are pretty dark. Kid shows in general shock me a little bit. Okay, wait. So this is how I got on a victorious kick, is that Alexis very kindly recommended that I watch Rugrats in Paris, which is a horror movie that came out in the early 2000s. <laughs> a horror movie. Where, yes, where the Rugrats reenact the Godfather and there's this tragic side plot where Chucky's mom is dead and he's singing to the clouds about his dead mom and it is not a children's movie and there's a lot of drool and vomit and then random parts for the children uh, where they're singing and whatnot, but also like Chucky's dad is on a dating website and like matches with people who like say they can't leave the state of Colorado and like all these things that imply that they're like miscreants and criminals and it's very weird. Um, anyways, Victorious auto played after I watched Rugrats in Paris, <laughs> and I saw Victorious when it was on, but I was like, all right, let's give this a second look because people don't realize that's where Ariana Grande came from because she really overcame the like kid show aspect of her career yeah and she didn't do it in a way that other kid show stars have i she didn't really leave the thing people know her for now is like what she branched into it's not like an afterthought hillary duff started with lizzie mcguire and then like for a second and i guess maybe still writes music kind of but it's like not great i don't Uh think she releases much music not a lot but i mean she had music i think she's most she's mostly an actor yeah. What was the last thing she was in, though? She was in Younger. That show Younger was her biggest thing since. Ah, clueless about everything. But she she did release music for a number of years that wasn't great. Right. Well, I did. Okay, I need to actually clarify. I actually really liked Hillary Duff Most Wanted. It's beautiful. One of I still... Have you listened to it, like, recently? In, like, the last it's, three years. It's good. It still slaps. <laughs> no, I'm just more so thinking of, like... Now, like nowadays, when you're like Hillary Duff, I feel like people think of her as a child actress, not as like a musician, whereas Ariana Grande is like a musician. Totally. I totally agree. But I think Ariana Grande just like went from Victorious and then just like dated whatever that guy's name is, was just releasing Big Sean, like the type of music she makes now right out of Victorious, You, you know, Miley or... Even, like, Amanda Bynes, you know, they have, like, that weird transition time. I don't think she even, like, really even pretended to be a Nick star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just started, like, singing sexy music, and people were like, she can't sing like that. She's a kid. And then people eventually stopped saying that. She's like, watch. Because <laughs> she was like, no, I'm just short. Yeah. Did they? I could be. When I first started watching it, there was like, I was wondering why they were wearing heels in the show at a high school. And then I realized that it wasn't everybody. It was just her. And it's because she's really small. But she's like fully wearing pumps in her high school. <laughs> how, how tall is she for real? Probably, she's probably a solid five. Solid five. Who's a solid 10? <laughs> she's five three, apparently. Oh, wow. So. I feel like her neck c- circumference might be like the size of my bicep. <laughs> Such an odd image. Nikki's just low-key saying she has a fat bicep. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look up a picture of Ariana Grande and she has like a two foot neck. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, you started watching Victorious because Ariana Grande, basically. Well, yeah, because I was like, what was that like again? Because sometimes I Google what she looked like because she has this ridiculous red hair dye in that show. And it turns out she dyed her hair red because they asked her to because there were too many brunettes on the show. And that character made the most sense to have a different hair color for. I don't know. For some reason, that struck me as shitty. I don't know why. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care for that. There are a lot of brunettes. Are there any? There's no blondes in that show. Uh, no. No. Whoa, there's no... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just having a brain blast. I... Oh, no, iCarly has Sam. iCarly has Sam. But, like, Drake and Josh? Brunettes? Dude, Nick doesn't mess around with blondes. Amanda? Yeah. They really don't. That's a real Disney thing. It's just Disney, for sure. Disney's blonde. Interesting. Yeah, so it's pretty dark. Which, like you said, most shows are. Which, like you said, most shows are. For kids. Yeah, well, especially though, I think that Nick tries to get away with more than Disney does. But yeah, there's some stuff where it's like, you didn't really have to take that there. Yeah. So one of the characters, his name's Robbie. He has a he has a ventriloquy puppet named Rex, and Rex is his own character. And I think Rex actually might be voiced by somebody else. I'm not sure. In any event, there's an episode where Rex gets really seriously injured. Puppet, he's like two feet tall. He gets thrown into a wood chipper, they take him to the hospital. They pay off a doctor to set him up in a hospital bed with, like, an IV and all this stuff. <laughs> Wait, they pay off a doctor by promising a date to his son. Oh, right, 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 yeah. They pay him off by promising a date to his son. Yeah, who is, as his dad says, a loser. So, so messed up. And then, yeah, so Ariana Grande is, like, talking to somebody in the lobby, a nurse, and they just assume she's an escaped mental patient. So they send her to... They do, like, one of their crazy Nickelodeon transitions where, like, flashes to the sign that says Mental Ward and then, like, to the hallway and there's, like, fun music playing. And then they show them putting Ariana Grande in a padded room with these giant padded boxes on her hands and she starts just making sounds and, like, bopping herself in the head and all this. And it's not very sensitive. Yeah, they are especially insensitive with Cat. Yeah, they're mean to Cat. Uh, also, okay, so the worst line that I heard, and you don't have to, I don't know if you want to put this in, but I was in shock, but they're going over to Robbie's house, or Robbie is, like, teaching his grandma how to use the internet or something, and he's like, cat, go with me, and she's like, oh, yay, I love people. Old people? It's so cute, or I love the way their hands shake when they pour juice. Isn't that crazy? They put that in a Nickelodeon show? That was scripted. I think that's the saddest part of that. Someone that, like, like made it through the writer's room. It wasn't just, like a thought that crossed their mind and they were like drunk and said it. Yeah, like you had to they, like wrote it out and then like they a had to do a table it. read. <laughs> God yeah. Damn. They all said sounds great. You delivered that you delivered that line great, Ariana. I have been trying to watch all of Dan That's crazy. And there's always at least one plot line, sometimes even an entire episode, that's just the entire purpose of it is to be transphobic. There's always, like, some aunt or some, you know, lady with a mustache or, like, there's always something. Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) That sounds 
Like, I can't think of anything specific. Yeah, I remember watching stuff like that. Did you see the episode where Jeanette McCurdy, who plays Sam in iCarly and Sam in the spinoff show Sam and Cat, and she goes to the Victoria's school? The whole time she's, like, in a brown wig, the entire episode, she's just gaslighting Tori. Like, Tori walks in and finds her crying in the restroom, and then she's like, no, come eat lunch with me and my friends, because Tori's nice. And then she follows her, and then she's like, this is Pawnee. And then she turns around and Pawnee's gone. She just keeps talking to Tori, and then when Tori tries to introduce her to other people, she's gone. People are like, that person doesn't exist. (laughs) Tori's locker says, make it shine. And Pawnee switches it out, and it says, make it rot. (laughs) Oh my god. And like nobody believes her that this person exists. She's like, I'm not crazy! And they're all like, Okay, Tori. And then they all go to her house and, like, try and, like, calm her down. And, like, they all think she's crazy. And she orders delivery. And it's Sam or Jeanette McCurdy. She closes the door and she's like, that's Pawnee. And they're like, I thought you said Pawnee had brown hair. She's blonde. And she's like, she's wearing a disguise. Okay, so they open the door. Like, what's your name? And she goes, Linda. (laughs) Like, gaslighting Tori. And then in the same exact episode... Cat accidentally waxed off Jade's entire eyebrow, and so Jade's pissed at her. And then at the end, Jade just shaves her head. She shaves Ariana Grande's head. It was the meanest episode. <laughs> and like them playing pranks on each other, but like they just shit on Cat so much. And Cat is like her role is to be ditzy. It's almost unwatchable sometimes. Her catchphrase is, "What's that supposed to be?" To, like, everything. What's that supposed to mean? Someone will be like, your hair looks cute. Tween show move to have someone with a catchphrase. Do you think if Dan had any idea what Ariana was going to be, he would have made her character different? Dude, she would have sung more. Victoria Justice sings all the time in that show. Yeah. It's always Tori and Andre. Which, like, they both did the job. Andre, by the way, produced and co-wrote a bunch of Ariana Grande songs. Oh, really? Uh, Leon Thomas the Third in the beginning, or like for the Yours Truly album, I guess. And he also co-produced Post Malone's album Stony. Oh wow! It seems like he has the most legitimate career <laughs> out of most of like other than Ariana Grande, obviously, out of most of these people. Um, the guy who plays Beck, I love him. Do you want to talk more about why? You- do you ever watch his TikToks? I started, yeah. Well, he's first of all the cutest one on the show. Uh, I'm on bisexual TikTok, for anyone wondering how the algorithm's working in my favor. And there's, I found one the other day that was talking about how Jade and Beck as a couple are everybody's bisexual awakening, and that made me almost cry. And then they've also, this girl showed up on my feed, and she calls herself lesbian Beck Oliver, because she kind of looks like him. <laughs> And if that's not niche, I don't know what is, but... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a TikTok page for you. Yeah, it's a little bit much. And also the fact that these accounts have followings that aren't just me is, like, absurd. But, like, um, also Beck's first role, he was playing the younger brother of a, of a trans woman. And, like, he started a group called Straight But Not Narrow... And he, like, does a bunch for the LGBT community. I, like, can't even believe how much he has made it part of his career. He's he's the love interest on the show. He's, like, the hot one. Hot dude type. You know? Weird. I guess Andre's hot. I don't know. But Beck is, like, the main... No, well, no, okay. He is, like, cool hot. 
he lives in in a trailer in his parents' backyard because his parents said they have to live under his. If he lives under their house, he has to live under their rules. Sounds like my mom. So he lives in a trailer, and he lives in a trailer in the back because it's his roof, his rules. Yeah, he's the bad boy. I love it, and he has like college decorations. Yeah, he has, he has long hair, but still hot. Tim Curry is his acting inspiration, specifically his role in Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I kind of love that. He was not in the Thank You Next video, but a bunch of these people were. There were so many people in that. Yeah, the Thank You Next. I'm not confident that I've seen any of her music videos. Oh, you gotta you gotta watch Thank You Next. That one is iconic. Okay, that Noted. one. Yeah, it's got a bunch of movie references, and she also loaded it up with like. Troy Savon and Colleen Ballinger while she was pregnant and like that guy from Mean Girls whose name I always forget and just a bunch of celebrities but she has like half of the Victorious cast hidden in there too. Just paying homage to them. Do you think Dan still texts Ariana? Do you think Dan was mad that he wasn't in Thank You Next? He says he wasn't. <laughs> he probably <Yeah>. was. <laughs> oh god. I meant he probably oh. was mad but <laughs> I really like the idea that he was actually he snuck onto the set. <laughs> He's like a background plant. <laughs> She's like, Dan, you get to be a tree. I'd like for her to have a music video with him. And what in the music video, she dyes his hair red. That'd be really good. Karma. Does he even have hair anymore? You think he oh. can afford hair plugs with 40 mil? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I really think if he wanted hair plugs, he could afford he them. get away. If he wanted most things, he could afford them. Have you met someone in real life who has a ventriloquy puppet? Because I haven't. But it seems like a thing on TV. I can't say that I... like. You mean like a friend of a friend? Just and Yeah. If no. I met somebody in person? Yes, and I couldn't even tell you who. I guess also TV usually implies that people with one of these puppets carry them around 24-7. And I guess maybe I wouldn't know... If somebody had one. That's fair. I bet each of us knows a ventriloquist. We just don't know. Oh, gosh. I've met, like, a friend of a friend who has one. But, again, not at all times. Like, it was like a gathering at someone's house who had one. How did that come up in conversation? I think we're, it was, like, game night type of thing. I don't know. I think it was, like, in a card or something. It came up naturally enough that it wasn't weird. I'm not confident that if I had that skill that I would choose... i think i'd just pretend i didn't know kind of like how i told myself (laughs) that i could yodel when i was like 13 years old and i would like practice really but there's no way no way in hell i would even attempt to do that now (laughs) for a good reason it's like a great way to lose friends (laughs) do you think jeff dunham ruined ventriloquy for a generation for sure. Because as soon as you brought up the puppet, people would be like, okay, Jeff Dunham. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he kind of like, it was like someone had to take, someone had to have that role where it was they made ventriloquism a big thing in comedy. Mm-hmm. But like, there could really only be one every 50 years. And we got Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham went to a place I worked at because it was on a college campus and his daughter went to that college. And we had his receipt hanging in the wall for like years. Yeah, I didn't get to meet him though. Did he have a puppet with him when he came? <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I've met someone who has a puppet, and it's because I rang up his order of soup. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't say that it's Jeff Dunham. Yeah, I've met at least one person who's really good at 
<laughs> I think he does it full time. What came first, Victoria's or High School Musical? Oh, High School Musical might have come first. I just read today that Victorious was meant to compete with Hannah Montana. Uh, it's because it's musical. And it's a high school. So Victorious is 2010 to 2013. I bet like 2008 on High School Musical. Wow, 2006, yeah. Oh, okay. So, hallmark of every Dan Schneider production. Also, to be noted that he worked on Keenan and Kel, but didn't write and produce it the way he did with these other shows. So I think that he got a lot of his cues and how the TV show rolls from Keenan and Kel, but not he didn't make that. So they all have funky transitions. A lot of shows do, even beyond Nick, but like they all have funky transitions. And in Victorious, yeah. the funky transitions are these pop-up screens of Tori typing in her status update to a website called theslap.com. And so she writes like, gosh, I'm on a plane. And then like feeling excited with like an emoji. Yeah. Feeling nervous, whatever. The slap.com was a real website when the show was running. Now it redirects to Nick. Yeah. It was a real website where you could look at statuses of all the characters. And it was posed like these characters are real people living lives outside of the show. There were games, there were photo albums, videos, yeah, and at the end of each episode, like, a different character would be like, go to theslap.com to see what I'm doing. Dude, they push it hard. It's so weird. It was, like, someone's job to pretend, like, make a fake social media. Yeah. Like, there's an entire episode where Robbie is doing, like, a... So weird. He calls it Robberazzi, where he is, like, running up to people with his camera and taking photos of them doing things they wouldn't someone picking their nose and then he puts it on the slap.com it does this like tmz spoof room where it's doing all the tmz cuts to all the people in the room and robbie's at the front like writing on a whiteboard they like really play into it and it was an interactive thing and also very appropriate for the time i would say it was like when facebook was new do you think because zoe 101 did a similar thing like, they had their sidekicks mm-hmm. posting online and stuff, if I remember right. And that was earlier than Victorious. Yeah, it was 05 to 08. Do you think Nick shows focusing so much on that? And also, all of their, like, technology, like, all of their devices look slick. Robbie's computer is, like, clear. Yeah, and they all have pair phones. <laughs> yeah, they all have pair phones instead of iPhone. Uh, do you think all of that? Is why, like, kids want or have, like, social media and phones and stuff so much earlier? Mm, when kids watch it, they want one? Like Nickelodeon pushing it? Yeah. Uh, I think it was more so... Which came first, chicken? Yeah, kind of. I think that it was happening because things were already starting to lead that way. But, like, pair phones and stuff... Pair phones? I feel like even when that, when that was happening... I didn't know anyone who had the iPhones. I know that Drake and Josh had a pair phone before I had even a regular phone. People, like, even adults that I knew that had fancy phones had, like, Blackberries. And by adults, I know I mean Kim Kardashian. Oh my god. Have you been following Kim Kardashian since, like, 07? I've been following her for a while. Wow. I couldn't tell you 07. I mean, that was like the advent of the iPhone, right? I don't know. 
let's see. Wow, guys. I would just like to be impressed with me real quick. iPhones came out in summer of 07. Wow. Wow. Props. My time here is done. Good night. (laughs) A lot of these people in this show were originally on Zoe 101, even if it was only for an episode. Like, a lot of them. Dan Schneider's website has, if you click on any of the characters, it'll link you to other characters they were in his shows. So you can really web it out. And obviously a, a handful of these people were on Sam and Cat because they just transferred the same character from Victorious into Sam and Cat. There's also quite a few that started on Zoe 101. Like Victoria Justice was on Zoe 101. She's the titular character. That's a very Nick thing to do because like, I don't think that was a thing that ever happened on Disney. Well, like the only thing I can think of is like Ren Stevens was Kim Possible. Right, and that barely counts. Yeah, literally. Do you think Cat Dog was just like a crossover episode gone wrong? What, they had a show called Cat and a show called Dog? Cat Dog's a disgusting show. Do not hate on Cat Dog. Cat Dog was a phenomenal run. You're a disgusting show. Listen. (laughs) The only show grosser than Cat Dog is Rugrats. You're offending me. I'm sorry. Rugrats has a lot of drool in it. You gotta watch Rugrats as an adult. It's actually horrifying. <laughs> I have watched Rugrats. As an adult? Yeah. You didn't throw up? It's fucking weird. But I loved it. Maybe even more. Cat dog is weird. Cat dog's so weird. Cat will be like, dog, don't eat that cheese. I'm lactose intolerant. And then dog will eat it I and cat that. will throw up. That's really high quality entertainment. <laughs> There's an episode where dog chases a baseball, swallows it, and it rolls out of cat's mouth. Every episode, they have to focus on the fact that their digestive tract obviously (laughs) means they shit out of each other's mouths. They won't just let it be. What's the alternative? Just pretend they don't poop? They don't have to bring it up. Yeah, it's a cartoon. Let's see. Is there anything weird unaddressed in Victorious? I don't know. They live in Hollywood. That's kind of, like, weird. Right before I watched Victorious, I listened to an interview with Phoebe Bridgers about she went to, like, a California musical school. Like Hollywood arts, same same diff, yeah. Type of school, yeah. And the way she described it honestly sounded just like the show, except it's a bunch of theater kids. Yeah, exactly, theater kids. You lose your virginity to a band nerd. But the cool kids are the kids that like drop out. Though that was like the only different thing is like the cool kids are the ones that drop out of school to like pursue acting full time. The coolest, smartest kids that like stayed in school were like the visual arts kids, which is different. I'm just thinking of that tech guy or like Robbie or something. I love that people portraying high schoolers in shows like this often did not attend high school. Those are the kids that dropped out from Phoebe Bridgers High School to just act. They didn't actually go to school. (laughs) Yeah. They're all homeschooled. It's true. Like, the the cast of Perks of Being Wallflower, their only prom was the Perks of Being Wallflower prom. Do you think that um, actors and actresses that are homeschooled are actually homeschooled or that their parents fake it? And that they're like, you know what, kid, I'm taking like half your money anyways. I'm not going to actually make you do your homework. But I'll tell the board of homeschooling because I don't know how that works. (laughs) Probably depends. I think a good amount of them do like on-set school. Yeah, like a tutor that is assigned to them. That would be terrible. I watched a YouTube video by Josh Peck. Uh, He did a series called How How You Lost Your V-Card. Where he talks to stars like David Dobrik. And there's one where he asks Drake Bell how he lost his V-card, so obviously I clicked on it. Is this going anywhere that isn't upsetting? <laughs> it has to do with the school. So, 
Josh asked him, how old were you? And Drake was like, I think I was like a junior. And Josh was like, why are you lying? We didn't go to school. Yeah, Josh would know. And he was like, no, remember I went to school for a little bit before Drake and Josh. He's like, what are you talking about? While we were on the Amanda show, he was like, "Mm okay. Oh my god. I love Josh. He literally called him out in a bold-faced lie. (laughs) Yeah, on his own YouTube channel. On Josh's YouTube channel. He posted something on TikTok that was like a split of like then and now, and they didn't believe him. They didn't believe him. It was so upsetting. Like, I was scrolling through the comments because I was like, these kids must, someone must set the record straight, right? And all of them were like, it's not even you, dude. That's so-and-so. And And he's like, what? He's like, that's literally me. I bet he has, like, a good amount of fan, like, followers who he gets from David Dobrik. But it's funny because David Dobrik has him in his videos because David Dobrik was a fan of Drake and Josh. But David Dobrik's fans are, like, 12. What does Do- David Bo- Dobrik? Oh my god, I can't even say his fucking name. What does David Dobrik do? He YouTube. He used to Vine. He was on Vine, and gives away Teslas. And gives away Teslas, but how? Where does he get his money to buy the Teslas? Sponsors. He's probably yeah. By who and for what? He'll say like, "Hey guys, <laughs> go buy your." T- <laughs> that was a spot on, David Dobrik. <laughs> You could play a stunt double. <laughs> oh my god. Go to SeatGeek. My friends at SeatGeek helped me buy Joe and Ilya Tesla. You guys are really great. So, one of- <laughs> I'm so upset with myself. What I love about David Dobrik and his pal Ilya <laughs> is that they're a Leo and a Libra, and it reminds me of me and Alexis. Huh. <laughs> I didn't know. Is Ilya the Leo? You wish. Really? <laughs> yep. Damn it. <laughs> You're Dobrik. Sorry, bud. When is Dobrik's birthday? You're probably the same as yours. Same year and everything. Same minute. Same hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's a July Leo. Is that like a lesser than Leo? What is that an insult? <laughs> yeah. You were right, though. Yeah. <laughs> July 23rd. <laughs> 96? 96? <laughs> I've had enough. No. I'm broken. Dude, he was on yeah, five he years. Like 12. David Dobrik is not younger than Dude, me. Dude, he's younger and shorter. <laughs> oh my god. Is this the stage in my life where... Oh my god. Dude, yes. We're fully, we've fully entered quarter-life crisis mode. I'm on TikTok every day. Lil Nas posted this video where he was googled like how to be gay and famous... And there was, he posted in his caption, like, Tyler, Kevin, and Frank did it first. And all the comments were like, are those the Jonas Brothers? And I was like, (laughs) this is Lil Nas. He is a gay rapper. Who do you think he's referencing? Tyler, the creator, Frank Ocean, and Kevin Abstract. What do you think he's talking about? (laughs) He's talking about three other black gay men who are famous for rapping. Dude, TikTok has been a real ride with, oh, I just realized I'm old. Yeah. Oh my god, it's breaking my heart. It's a nightmare. These kids are out there making Peppa Pig memes. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see the TikTok of the guy in a drive-thru window, like, buying liquor? And she's like, can I just see your, your ID? And he's like, holds it up, and he's like, do you need me to take it out? And he's like, she's like, no, I can see the one. And he's like, the one what is she talking about 
Yep. He's looks at his in 19. Okay, then. Wow. We are in 2021 and people born in the year 2000 now can buy liquor. Oh my God. Is SpongeBob, are kids still into SpongeBob? They can't. I don't think the kids can quote it the way. Uh, I don't care if kids are, but I am. No, I know. But like, it's very, like around our generation, it's just such common language. Maybe it's the way we can make them feel excluded. Right. I don't really want them to get it. Me no I hee I think there's a SpongeBob subgeneration. That's why we all talk in memes. It's a it's kind of wide, but I mean, our generation built this country. That's a great point. <laughs> really good point. We built we built and we broke this country, but really we built the internet. Remember when the joke was all the headlines that yeah. were like millennials ruined blank? Now we don't even get all the headlines anymore. It's all about Gen Z. Yeah, they just found the next young person to blame. That's great. I can't believe it's only about young people. That's what I'm so upset about. I thought we were just all talking, you know? We're like the middle child. It's true. Everyone has forgotten about us 20-somethings. Also, we're like a millennial Gen Z cusp-leaning millennial, by the way, I would say. But we're cusp nonetheless. But all of our memes are the craziest, shittiest stick figures drawn in paint. Indeed. I was going to say stick figures. <laughs> Dude, these kids have never pasted together a meme in Microsoft Paint. Well, how do they make their memes? Do they still use meme generator? Photoshop? I made The last time I made a meme in meme generator was like five days ago. <laughs> I love that. I'm so happy to hear you still use that service. The last time I used it, I think, was like 2012. I'm going to show... I'm just going to walk around with a picture of Bad Luck Brian and be like, You recognize this! Also, our dance videos we used to put on YouTube, or like people would put on YouTube, are just a lot different than like the dance videos on TikTok nowadays. Dude, these are like dances that the kids in the dance troupe would be capable of. I was going to say, yeah. You guys, I have a confession, and solid chance at least 50% of you here in my audience know this. Money on me. <laughs> I was going to say, it would be so yeah. funny if it was me. Um, <laughs> that would be incredible. Man, maybe <laughs> I've told you. I had, oh God, I hope my mom still has them somewhere on her hard drive. But I had videos when gauchos were a thing where I was learning to dance to Grits, My Life Be Like. And I was doing like, I think it was called the crumping. Yeah. It was incredible. I miss those days, man. I was terrible at dancing. Um, you pin dropped at prom in heels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what to say about that. Is it embarrassing going to school dances now when like all the kids around you are posting TikToks like that? They don't have school dances. They have coronavirus. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> Victoria Justice is apparently still making music. Also, she's beautiful. I forgot how pretty she is and she also has like a really cool voice and i forgot that too speaking or singing both yeah it's kind of funny that all these shows especially evident in the theme song they're clearly trying to make somebody who can also sell music yeah like even drake and josh is like oh yeah okay yeah it's just the theme song for drake and josh but drake bell's performing it look he can play and sing are we deciding to uh, try to forget what we know about Drake Bell? 
For the moment, yeah, we'll have to bring it up in the Drake Bell episode, but yeah. Whew, okay. Oh yeah, sorry I brought up his B-card. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. She's like, do I want to know where this is going? It was just about the whole reason I brought yeah. it up was because of the school. That was my main takeaway from it. I definitely couldn't recite <laughs> to you how he lost his V-card right now. <laughs> but yeah, Victoria Justice has 20 million Instagram followers still. And she had a new song in December. And it's cute. You should listen to it. It's It falls right in line with brilliant quarantine music videos. Because it's called Treat Yourself. And it's about like being good to yourself. So she's the only one in it. And so she's like interacting with herself. Fucking brilliant social distancing video. I love seeing it. Oh, People have That's had to get cute. real creative in the past year. They really have. And anytime anybody does make it anything right now, they have to like build in disclaimers. For instance, of course, I have to bring up Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's two music videos, I think, that she released in the last year. Mm-hmm. Both of them. She's like, thank you so much to the team that made sure that like everybody there could stay safe. Because if she hadn't been like, we had literal medical professionals here verifying that what we were doing abided by like the guidelines to not transmit, she would have been eaten alive. Mm-hmm. That makes me think of two things. Also, it's okay that you brought up Taylor Swift because I'm going to bring up Phoebe Bridgers again. Love it. But like they've been doing Tiny Desk at Home all year or for the last year. And her Tiny Desk at Home for this year was so good. It was like in front of a green screen, but like the green screen was like the Oval Office. Huh. And then you just realize at the end that it's a green screen. Wow. There are things that you can tell. I guess mm-hmm. maybe down the line you might not be able to, but I noticed that more videos of like people in like weird tunnels and things that are clearly built in a room or something because you can't really go out. Billie Eilish had a performance in her house or something, but it was built, there was like a tunnel built in. And then there's also a Takashi 69 video where it's a really similar looking structure. Um, he was on house arrest, so it's safe to assume it was his house. Um, but, <laughs> uh, sorry, you were so close. Uh, almost made it out of this episode without bringing up any SoundCloud rappers. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I know watching it that the reason it looks like it's in somebody's house is because it is. And it doesn't even look like it, but I wonder if down the line it'll be like, oh, this is a stylistic thing people chose to do, but really they didn't have a choice. Yeah, I wonder. They had a Victorious Zoom reunion, and the only thing I could find was, like, a two-minute video, and it made me wonder if they had a two-minute reunion. <laughs> like, I, it made me wonder if they were like, okay, we know a lot of you have a lot of free time, but Ariana Grande is really busy. <laughs> we were able to <laughs> afford two minutes of her time. Let's go. Were they all, like, asking... I, I just pictured, like, they're all just like, Ariana, how's this? How's this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the girl who played Jade was is like still one of her close friends. Why do I have the human centipede Wikipedia open? <laughs> I don't know. You answer that. Yeah, I feel like that's all on you. <laughs> oh, I wanted to see if it was inspired by Cat Dog. Nope. I'm surprised. <laughs> Just one. <laughs> oh, also the guy. Who played Andre played Tyrone in Backyardigans. <laughs> Backyardigans is a great show. Any hoozle. Fuck my kill. Unless anything else. Can we put Drake Bell on there just so I can kill him? Um <laughs> sure. 
Drake Bell, <laughs> Ariana Grande, Victoria Justice. Okay, I'll marry Ar- Ariana Grande. She seems loyal. I'll fuck Victoria Justice and uh, shocker here, I'll kill Drake Bell. I think I'm going to kill Drake, fuck Ariana Grande. I respect it. And marry Victoria Justice. As long as your answer is kill Drake, we're good. No, sorry. I just thought about me sitting at the pool and being with Ariana's friends. Oh, yeah. Who's that going (laughs) to be? Frankie? Her brother? Well, if I marry Ariana Grande, she's friends with Colleen Ballinger, who I'm pretty sure has met David Dobrik. Ariana Grande is a cancer. Does this affect anything? Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm not an astrology nerd. A cancer. So I was like, are you calling Ariana Grande cancer? (laughs) Like... (laughs) I felt like it was so out of left field and aggressive. <laughs> Drake Bell's birthday is the day after. Also a cancer. But he is also a cancer. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll be fucked. I will die. Uh, no, she's also she a cancer. Is... What if that was how Dan Schneider uh, <laughs> casted his roles? <laughs> Send in your birth certificates. I don't care about your acting skills. I want to know if you're a cancer. <laughs> That would explain how he cast Ariana Grande. Oh! <laughs> it is pretty crazy uh, that, like, they heard... Because, like, they've had Ariana Grande sing on the show. Like, she has an incredible voice. But they just gave her such a shitty role. They did. Uh, Victoria Justice is a Pisces. Okay, I think I'd kill Belle, marry Grande... Or, fuck Grande, and marry Justice. You gonna marry Ariana Grande? I'm gonna marry Victoria Justice. You're gonna fuck Bell. I'm gonna fuck Bell. Ah, oh, daggers to my heart. What? What? Oh, sorry. Is it personal? Um. Uh. What year was that man born in? Ugh. Oh. What year was he born in? Let me get eighty-six. Oh, I was gonna say eighty-eight. Sorry. That's okay. Eighty-six. Yeah. He's like Ariana Grande is born in ninety-three. Oh, we've been saying his name wrong this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drake Campana. What are you Nikki, do you know about this? No. Coming up on the Drake and Josh episode, we'll address how Drake Bell moved to Mexico and changed his name to Drake Campana, which is Spanish for Bell. Like, no, this is like... And he speaks in Spanish. He, like, fluently speaks in Spanish. He, like, tweets in Spanish. Did he do this to escape the fact that he's a fucking pedophile? Abusive, narcissistic... Told us piece of shit yeah. sorry fooled me wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't rub me in there i always liked josh